Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the tools, advice, and strategy you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's show. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast. As always, I'm Josiah, joined with Travis, who is wearing a dapper hat, if I do say so myself, the prototype, the beta uh, of the POD Print On Demand cast hat. Travis, how's it going, man? The hat's looking good. You made it uh, this last week, right? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, just made it, um, embroidered it on Friday, actually, and put a little thing in our Facebook group. If you guys are yep. interested in joining that Facebook group, just uh, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook, and that'll take you take you right there. But um, yeah, I put a little video in there and showed how we did it. Uh, still learning, you know, about embroidery. Mm-hmm. We've only been doing it since November and hats right. can be tricky. And a lot of the things that we're already doing for our customers are, you know, single line of text, kind of single color. And so this sure. obviously has some design to it and, um, you know, placement and all of that stuff. You know, it's just a, it's an art form. It really is. And so yes, um, it is. it's been fun. It's been fun learning. You got to have a lot of patience with embroidery, but I think, <laughs> you know, in the end the finished product looks pretty cool and, um, yeah, coming to a store near you, I guess I, I should say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I can definitely attest that, you know, uh, embroidery is definitely an art form of sorts, uh, because it takes all the patience that you, that you just said. I mean, we had it here in, in house for a while and, uh, it's, it's very easy to, um, I guess, underestimate the amount of time it will take for, uh, you to master something. It looks simple on its face it's just like oh yeah you load it in and you push but no there, there's so many moving pieces there's so many like your bobbin errors and the tension knobs and yeah it definitely uh it tested my patience it almost made me a full-fledged alcoholic when i was trying to learn it because i was <laughs> so frustrated every day it was like two step forward one step back but i'm sure you know how that yeah. goes and uh yeah looking forward to you guys dialing it in because we will be outsourcing uh, our embroidery to you guys because I'd rather cool. make less and have someone else deal with the headache, <laughs> which you've got Ethan there and uh, you, your crew yeah. there that's going to get it completely nailed down, man. So that's exciting. Exciting things happening over there at Make Your Mark Design. Finally got to go visit your shop this last week too, which is uh, it was very exciting to see everything in motion. Yeah. What'd you think of it? You like it? Want to yeah, come work for me? <laughs> super cool don't hey listen <laughs> don't tempt me you know what I mean? yeah it's a really really impressive scenario or it's not scenario but situation there really impressive shop really like the different departments you have going on and um yeah. you can tell there's good synergy just kind of walking in and seeing everything how everything kind of works together and uh of course i know like probably more than 70 percent of your staff so it's always good to yeah. see old faces and friends <laughs> as you walk in there and say what's up so how's it going though man you know you've been uh running an operational with your full crew back for what a week now after mm-hmm. the covid scares how's things going things yeah. progressing well yeah we finally got through all of our you know our strategic planning and now we have like lists of to do's that are, you know, as long as my arm. And so we're just cranking through those things. Um, you know, the main focus right now is, is the infrastructure for bringing on new clients. We've got a few people that have been, you know, chomping at the bit to have us fulfill some of their stuff. And, um, we just obviously need a a system for that and, and really kind of dialing in some of that stuff. I mean, you can get away with like, you know, emailing here, email me your file and the, and the place you needed to send, you know, you can only get away with yeah. that for so long. And, and yeah. ultimately it's just a headache. So, um, so yeah, I spent a lot, a significant amount of time on order desk last week, just learning it, setting it up, actually started my 30 day trial. Um, that's, you know, I think that's the direction we're going to go. I got it. I yeah. confirmed kind of all of my thoughts about what it could and couldn't do. And so, um, so excited about that. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things to do, but, um, they're all going to move us forward as a company. And so that's kind of cool. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. love, I love the fact that every single day I go to work, I'm working on something different, you know, and I, I really sure. love the fact that we get to do this podcast and kind of document the journey also. Um, yeah. I love, you know, talking about print on demand and talking about all the things that I've learned, all the mistakes I've made and, and, and all of that stuff. And we also love 
talking to the, uh, there's a lot of love in this little soliloquy, I'm yeah. giving, but, <laughs> but I, I really do enjoy talking to the people, you know, that are listening to the podcast and, and, uh, there's a lot of people that are saying really kind things, um, about what we've been doing. And I've yeah. really, really enjoyed it. This is kind of, um, I, yeah, this is almost as fun as uh the business you know what i mean like actually sure. recording things and talking about them and and, and documenting yeah. the journey it's almost as fun as as actually doing the work so um yeah so yeah i i've really really um i think i'm you know we're in a good place as a as a company and um you know we're we're moving in the right direction and i'm again i don't want to overstate it but uh, this podcast is a really nice kind of release you know what i mean kind sure. of it lets lets me talk through it and there's it's cathartic in a way i guess <laughs> yeah totally yeah man i i agree this it's been great to kind of record and document uh growth as it happens and then seeing the community that's kind of built around this and you and i were in a uh, clubhouse room uh, last week together uh, talking about the uh, beginning of print on demand and just kind of encouraging some people to just start and go and and, yeah. and get, you know, and start pursuing this, this thing that you, that you want to do, whether it's a side hustle, a full-time gig, doesn't matter wherever you are on the journey, uh, just start. And so it's really awesome to build a community of people who are supporting one another in that way. And thank you to all of you who have joined the Facebook group already and who are engaging in conversation, who are a part of the conversation on a daily basis over there on the Facebook group. Again, if you want to join that print on slash Facebook is where you can go to get in on that conversation. So with that being said, with all the love and, and admiration <laughs> for one another and you, the listener out of the way, we're going to move to this week's point of interest. Point of interest. Point of interest. So, Travis, you and I were talking about, uh, you know, things we could possibly discuss as a point of interest before we press record. As we're just writing extensive notes, folks. You should, I mean, just pages, pages. Notes. I mean, pages. we'll come out. With, we'll come out with like some kind of thesaurus equivalent for what we've done. <laughs> what we've done here, where all the pages of notes we make. Thesaurus isn't the right word, but nonetheless, I digress. We were talking about things um, that we could possibly, you know, talk about our point of interest, and something that came up was design softwares and tools because. Yes. Of course, the granddaddy of them all, right? It's Photoshop. When you think of photo yep. editing, when you think of that kind of stuff, it's Photoshop is first to mind, tip of the tongue. Mm -hmm. But Photoshop also comes with a price tag at attached to it. Uh, I know uh, you guys use Photoshop. We we've used Photoshop. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your experience been with, with with that kind of software? Both Photoshop, Adobe Cloud, Illustrator, what have you? Um, how often do you guys use that software? Yeah, we use it pretty much every day. Um, and you know, in different different ways. Uh, one of the ways that we use it is is with smart objects with our mockups. Mm -hmm. um, you can kind of with smart objects, you can make something look uh, like, for instance, if it's a, um, like a cylinder, like a coffee mug or something. You sure. can actually put a flat um, image and into Photoshop into a smart object and have that image actually kind of wrap around or look like it wraps around the right um, right the photo and, or, you know, the backdrop or whatever. And so that's been really, really important. It's also really important. We've, we've done that with some of our drinkware. So we have like, we do like a shot glass and we'll sublimate mm -hmm. it. And when we print it out, um, you know, we need to print it on kind of a curved thing because it's tapered. Right. But, you right. know, and so, so we've created a smart object to where we can put a flat object or a straight object. And then when we save it and, you know, open it back up in the, in the, uh, in the background, it's kind of curved. So when we print yeah. it out, it, it, it fits the correct way around that tapered, uh, drinkware sure. piece. So, sure. um, so yeah, we use it every day and, um, there's probably other ways that, that, that we use it that I'm not even thinking of illustrator. Right. Um, I know our, our, um, designer, our, one of our main designer, he uses illustrator a lot as opposed to Photoshop because he's actually creating the designs and kind of, you know, uh, digital pen to digital paper, if you will, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and, and really designing it that way. So he's using illustrator, but yeah, you're right. It comes with a price tag. You guys, you guys use it for similar, similar functions, Photoshop and illustrator sure. in your business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. A lot of those same functions. Also, any kind of uh, social media content, 
um, you know, stuff for this podcast, all these overlays that that you see on this new uh, video version of the Print on Demand cast, which there's a YouTube channel coming nice. soon. Uh, all of these overlays uh, are done with uh, Photoshop, uh, you know, create exporting PNG files, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it's very, very vital. I wouldn't say Photoshop necessarily, but a design software in general is very vital for any print-on-demand company, whether you are doing the royalty thing, having people dropship for you, or doing it all in-house. you got to create the design somewhere. Uh, you got to have that stuff ready to go. So what we wanted to do is provide you, the listener, a list of uh, Photoshop alternatives, as it were, that are price tag free <laughs> and, or cheaper uh, than, than Photoshop. And the first one, Travis, I'll let you talk about this one because I know you guys use this one a lot, is mm-hmm. Canva. So tell us about Canva and uh, what it can do for someone that's looking for a design software. Um, I love Canva. Canva.com is uh, an amazing uh, online. It's it's in a browser. And um, if you – it, it feels like everybody knows about Canva nowadays. It seems like right. that's kind of the talk of the town lately. Um, but if you haven't checked, go ahead and check it out. It has thousands, millions probably of, of different backgrounds and, and their licensing is very, you know, print on demand friendly. Um, you can use all of their stuff commercially. If it's on the site, you can use it commercially. Um, they have hundreds of fonts that you can choose from, um, and then you can you can actually if you are using it for print on demand uh, you are going to probably want to go to the get the pro version so you can download PNGs with a transparent background because you can't do that on the free version. Oh, um, you, okay. can, you can sure check it out though uh, you know with the free version and see kind of some of the cool things you can do. Um, and you can download like a JPEG you know it'll just have that background. So depending sure. on your style of of art or whatever, if you don't want a box or a rectangle or whatever. Um, you know, on the design or you can't have a design, you know, something like that. Um, you may need to upgrade to the pro version. It also gives you some more fonts. It gives you some more backgrounds. It gives you some more options like that. I mean, you can do everything from, yeah, it's just a very full featured online editing tool. I mean, there are a few things that it doesn't allow you to do. You can't do smart objects. Um, Mm. There's a few other things you can't do. I mean, it's not it's not Photoshop, and it's not built sure. to be. It's built it's sure. built to be a very user friendly um, graphic editing tool. They have tons and tons of templates. If you do any type of social media, it'll be a godsend for you. It's just so mm. incredible. It's got so yeah. many different things. Um, yeah, I could go on and on and on about Canva. I really, really do like it. Um, but I'll let you go ahead and and tell our audience about the next one. Yeah, so the next one is is one that when I first started, when we first got into this uh, print-on-demand space and we were doing uh, coffee mugs, uh, I was tasked with the, um, the, 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 the job of coming up with designs to sell. So, of course, Photoshop wasn't in the picture at that point, so I used Pixlr. Uh, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I had heard of Pixlr because it, it, there's a mobile app that you can use for, for photo editing, mm-hmm. um, specifically filters and, and double exposure stuff. So I, I'd always used Pixlr on my phone uh, for that kind of stuff, but then I realized it was a desktop application, uh, mm-hmm. and it is very, very, very intuitive. It's, it's kind of like Photoshop Lite. It's browser-based. There's no downloading of software that has to happen. You just go to pixlr.com. Um, and they have a lot of the same tools that that Photoshop does um, as far as the design element. You can't do smart objects. At least the last I checked, you couldn't do smart objects. But they're making a lot of expansive and robust improvements on the software to try and make it as close to a Photoshop equivalent as it can be, uh, which is super, which is great. You can export, you know, PNGs. Um, and you, JPEGs, whatever, transparent backgrounds. It's it's fantastic for making you know on the fly shirt designs. And I know uh, my father in law Jason, he uses Pixlr exclusively. That's all he uses. Okay. Um, he doesn't use Photoshop at all. I do all the Photoshop work. Uh, and it's funny because because now if I I have to go back to Pixlr. I'm like a fish out of water because it's just different enough from Photoshop that <laughs> it's hard to like get my bearings. But it's a fantastic place to start and a great solution. And it's free. Uh, so the, you can't go wrong with, with free 99. Um, it's a great multi-purpose. It's got a lot of templates for graphics and ads. And like you said, uh, same with Canva. Um, 
so I would I would definitely encourage you guys out there listening if you're looking for something that's free and a good place to start for designing, Pixlr is the way to go. Travis, yeah. I know we wanted to also uh, chat about a couple, just just briefly touch on a few different ones um, that are out there that maybe you and I haven't necessarily used, but we have heard of. They're out there on the web, and uh, we've kind of stumbled upon them on research. So um, mm-hmm. tell the people a couple different ones that are out there that we might want to uh, bring to their attention. Yeah, first I want to say Pixlr is P-I-X-L-R. There's no E in there, so it's just Pixlr um, if you're looking for that online. And yeah, it's edgy. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hipster. Um, Yeah. No, that's that's not hipster. That's like – it's like the '90s version. You know, everything was extreme or whatever. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. With a Z instead of an S or something. Yes, exactly. That's vibe. Uh, yeah. So yeah, P I X L R for Pixlr. Um, another one that is very similar to Canva is called Stencil. Uh, it's you can find it at getstencil.com. Uh, it's a little less full featured, I think, than Canva. Uh, I, so my wife was doing a blog for a long time and used Stencil just a ton to do all of her like um, her YouTube video. Um, you know the what are they called the the thumbnails, and then a lot right. of her Instagram posts and things like that. Um, it seems to me, and I could be wrong, but it seemed like Stencil and Canva were kind of at the same place, and Stencil mm-hmm. kind of stayed at the same place where Canva just blew sure. up and uh, and yeah. you know kind of to the next level. But uh, so that's one. Um, there's gimp.com is, has been around forever and it's, it's really, it's kind of a, a free version of Photoshop, if you will. It's, it's obviously got a lot of, it has a lot of the same features. And if you are Photoshop knowledgeable or or kind of literate, um, you'll find a lot of the same types of tools and things in GIMP. They may have a different name or they may have a different icon. So there, there will be a learning curve. And if you're not Photoshop literate, GIMP's going to be really challenging because I mean, Photoshop would be very challenging for someone when they're just starting out. Um, but it can do a whole lot of, a whole lot of really cool things. And then, uh, there's paint.net, which we found, um, neither one of us have used it. What some of the people say, it's, it's a very fast service. It's really, really quick to me. It sounds like a 1994, you know, windows, it's like a, yeah, it's like Microsoft Paint on steroids yeah. or something. It's like it, the next exactly. iteration. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, apparently it can do a whole lot of cool things. So check that out, paint.net. Uh, Josiah, what are a couple other ones? Yeah, I think uh, one of the other ones we found was Photo POS Pro, which is a very weird name. Terrible uh, name. Probably the worst name on this list. Photo POS. And if you don't know what POS stands for, Google it, kids. Uh, no, and- Google it. <laughs> and so anyway so it's it's that seems similar to lightroom uh from mm-hmm. what i found it's, it's for a video edit or not video photo editing uh, you can do a lot of uh, really awesome photo edits there it takes raw files uh supports raw files so that's another one uh probably if you're looking for something for social media for content uh you know photo pos pro or pos pro i really need to know why they named it that would be a good (laughs) solution for you and another one uh will go from the worst name on this list to the best name on this list is fire alpaca um which is sweet fantastic name it is Fuego, which is the Spanish for fire. Fire alpaca is it's more like a, an illustrator. Um, mm-hmm. So you can do a lot, a lot of stuff in there as well. It seems pretty robust. Again, something that Travis and I kind of stumbled upon uh, in our research of this. Um, you can do JPEGs, PNGs. Um, so it's it's very simple and straightforward mm-hmm. as far as its navigator. Uh, so. I feel like that'd be a good, if you're wanting to do more illustration stuff, Fire Alpaca might be a good way to start, but there's also some mobile options, Travis. Um, what are, what's a mobile option for people that are on the go wanting to make some designs in in, during the day to day? Yeah. Um, I've actually stumbled onto a couple people. Um, there's this guy named Nick Eden that I've just met, actually met him in clubhouse. He's been in the merch by Amazon world. Yeah, he was in yeah, our clubhouse room the other room. day. Yeah. yeah, sure. He he does um he he turned me on to this app called Over. 
O-V-E-R. Mm. And um, it's a mobile app and you can just get it on your phone and you can actually literally do, you know, designs for merch by Amazon or for, you know, a yeah. coffee mug or whatever, re- literally on your phone. Really cool. He does some like Twitch videos where, or not Twitch videos. Um, uh, what's um, we'll edit. We'll edit this part yeah. out. Yeah, TikTok. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does some TikTok videos where he like he'll just record his screen and he'll just speed it up as mm. he's like making an actual go. thing. Sure. And it's it's kind of cool, cool just idea. to see. It. Yeah, just to see yeah. his creative. Um, you know the the way he does that. He also I think he throws it on his on his YouTube. We'll have Nick on on the print on demand cast sometime. He's a really yeah, good sure. dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there. I'm sure. I'm 100 percent sure there are other mobile options out there as yeah. well as other desktop options. But the cool mm-hmm. thing about every single thing we've said on in this point of interest, except for Photoshop, all of these are free, 100 yeah. percent free. Now they do have. You know, you can upgrade or you can get the pro version or whatever that is of course they're a business they're gonna have to make money somehow um but every single one of these you can get started for free and you you know you don't have to shell out that 30 bucks a month for photoshop or or whatever however much they're charging these days um you can get started uh don't let this be an excuse for you to not just get started and you know this is a great a uh, great way to just jump in, start designing, and get some get some designs out there in the print on demand world. Yeah, absolutely. Even you said, you know, don't let this be an excuse. I just had this thought of we probably have a contentious love hate relationship with some of our listeners who are thankful for the advice, but also frustrated because <laughs> now they don't have the excuse of not knowing which way to go to take action on these things. And so we're providing you with the tools to grow your business and to take the excuses out of the equation. So right. we're going to transition out of this week's point of interest, and we're going to go straight into this week's main event. No need for discontent. It's time for the main event. POD cast represent. Yeah, it's time for the main event. So, Travis, you and I were talking this morning. Actually, we saw each other. We're recording on a Sunday. Saw each other Mm -hmm. this morning at church. And uh, connected a little bit, you know, set a recording time. And then you told me a story that inspired us to select this particular topic Mm -hmm. as the main event uh, for this episode. And it's shipping. So why don't you you tell us about uh, the story that kind of inspired us to maybe use this as the main event of the episode? Sure. So um, I was hanging out on, on Saturday. Um, I was supposed to do one thing and I ended up not doing it. And so my wife had planned some other things. And so I'm like, what do I do? Uh, I jumped on the computer and just was working. I actually edited next week's, uh, we have an interview coming out next week. So I edited that. I, I did a few other things. And while I was there, I saw this, um, saw this ad for a, a particular course that was like 27 bucks. And I'd seen this ad several times come through my Facebook feed And I, I, you know, I, I was interested in the, in the type of printing that, that, that this, um, this course was going to show me. And so I said, you know, 27 bucks just to understand how they're doing this and learn a little bit, that's actually pretty valuable. So I went ahead and I bought the course and, um, it was really actually a really cool method of printing and, and doing yeah. print on demand. I, I was, I was very impressed with that. And I thought, well, this is unique. Um, this particular course gives a really cool spin on print on demand that I hadn't thought of. And so it was True. valuable to me in that way. There was also some, you know, some free designs that they gave out with it that you can use in your company as well. So there was some value that I actually got and I thought, you know, 27 bucks, why not? And I also, sure. I, yeah, was, they had a Facebook group and the whole nine yards. So, but the, as I was kind of just perusing this course and looking through it, they had a section on shipping. And so I clicked on it and this person was presenting, you know, this is what I do for shipping. And they said, so I, what I do for shipping and, and, you know, when I ship shirts, I used to use, um, a, uh, like an envelope that's like a, a cardboard envelope and, and, and it cost me a lot of money and I couldn't believe how much it cost me. And then eventually I realized, you know, this is crazy. It's taking a lot of my profit margin. So I started using these plastic bags and it costs a lot less to ship with plastic bags, you know? And so that's what I do now. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? This is, this is the information you're giving to people that are paying you right. <laughs> for this 
I was. I, hate, I was just. I hate to hear your advice for free. <laughs> 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 exactly. I mean, and I. I don't want to bash this person. That's why I've, I'm not saying anything about this sure. course or who it is or anything. Sure. Um, because I, I appreciate the fact that they brought. They they did give me value. I did get my twenty seven dollars yeah. of value or whatever. Sure. Um, but I was just blown away by the fact that. Um, I, I'm sure as they were going through the course, they're like, well, we need to say something about shipping. Okay. Turn the camera on and I'll say <laughs> right. something about shipping, but they had zero knowledge of it really. Yeah. You know I mean? And I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I am a shipping a whiz by any stretch of the imagination, sure. but I know more, I know at least enough to talk about the specific, you know, the names of the shipping, you know, things that you're using. So, <laughs> sure, uh, sure. so anyway, it, what, what it did for me was like, make me realize that there's people out there that don't even people that are teaching other people that don't really have a grasp on some of the options that they have. So, so I guess what I'm saying, or, you know, the caveat to this main event is that some of you, you're going to know every single thing we talk about and it's just going to be old, you know, old hat to you. But there are other people in the audience that I didn't realize were probably that, that existed really be, you know, but this particular experience that I had with this course showed me that there are other people in our audience that may not really fully grasp some of the things that we're going to talk about. So that's kind of the story behind the story, if you will. Yeah. So we want to talk yeah. about, um, you know, the, this is specific for, for when you're selling on platforms. Okay. Right. So this isn't going to necessarily, you know, apply to Merch by Amazon or Redbubble or um, KDP, like we talked with um, last week with RJ. Uh, yeah. These are things when you are actually shipping a physical product to the end customer um, on these platforms, you have to use a trackable method, something that is trackable, that has a tracking number. So you can't sure. just. So I learned this kind of the hard way because I had these, um, basically, they were like, tattoos or, or, um, fake tattoos that you could like rub, you know, on, yeah. on your, you know, and they were Christmas. And so we'd sell them every year. And I kept thinking, man, I really want to try to, um, get a cheaper way to ship these. And so I found out that they would fit in this, uh, larger envelope and I could ship them using my ship station account for 80 cents, but I didn't get a trackable method. And so I tried to put this in, you know, I, I tried to ship and since it didn't have a track tracking number, Amazon, Walmart, um, Etsy, they didn't like that. So I wasn't able to continue to do that. And so there's a difference in, um, for, for post office, for us, you know, United States post office between shipping, um, what is it? It's mail delivery. And then there's shipment or what is it package delivery and so yeah right isn't that what it is yeah, we, yeah. we were looking at the, looking the 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 actual names of it earlier but but yeah so basically yeah you have um oh i'm on a different page so i can't i can't look it up but you basically have to use the package piece to have a trackable method um sure. in the united states post office so we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the post office, and then we'll get into some alternative shipping methods as well. But um, I've been talking for a while. So Josiah, why don't you kind of <laughs> introduce or yeah. like talk a little bit about the post office? Sure. So we use, and let me just say too, to, just to kind of tag on to what Travis was saying is we, we've heard a lot from some of our listeners about like, Hey, I'm, I'm starting to now produce mugs in house because mm-hmm. of you guys, because of what I've heard on the show, because you guys have inspired me to kind of take the step to do some in-house production. So with that, there's also the learning curve of learning shipping. And Travis and I have had to learn that the hard way where you're shipping stuff priority when you could have shipped it first class and you end up paying more money than you should have and what have you. So we wanted to kind of present this as a solution to them as well. And like Travis said, if if you've heard this, if you're doing shipping yourself, then again, this is going to be old hat. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, You're going to enjoy this because it'll just be refreshers. So we use uh, here what for apparel, we use USPS for, I would say, man, the lion's share, 95% of of what we do. 
uh, when we ship to customers. And, uh, you know, through the COVID stuff, it, it's had it's had its ups and downs. But there's a couple of different ways that you can ship uh, through USPS. There's a couple of different uh, methods, I guess you could say. The first mm-hmm. would be first class. And even though that sounds like what you want on an airplane, like that's the most preferred seating, uh, it is not the most preferred uh, USPS, <laughs> only to say it's the lowest tier. So that's kind of like the, the low um the method, coach. right it's the coach it's coach yes it's even by, though it's first it's, class it's yeah coach. it's sitting sitting in the back by the by the bath bathroom of the plane which travis and i have had plenty of those flights sitting <laughs> next to a man who was probably a former nfl linebacker he was he was big and it was a long flight uh so <laughs> so you got first class it's based on zones estimated delivery is is three to five days probably um depending if you're, yeah. if you're lucky right depending on where it's going um so it's definitely a longer delivery time and yeah. it's it's anything under 13 ounces uh mm-hmm. qualifies for uh first class mail now the caveat to that is with a stamps.com account you can actually get it to where anything under 16 ounces qualifies for first class delivery, which is what we have. So anything that's 16 ounces and under, uh, we can ship in first class and save the bit, save a little bit of money. Uh, mm-hmm. But you also have to use your own packaging. So whether it's poly yeah. bags or mug boxes or or what have you, um, but that is first class. Travis, anything to add yeah. as far as the first class shipping method from your yeah. perspective? Yeah, you 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 said it's based on zones and and so the if you're like in Colorado like we are and you're shipping like in the same zone, it might only take a day. You know, if I if I'm shipping something to you, it might just be really quick or and it's also going to be the lowest amount um yeah. it, it's it's all based on weight, but it's also based on on zones. Distance, so right? yeah, it's going to be it's going to be the cheapest for that particular uh, weight of package, if I'm yeah. shipping it in my same zone, but if I'm shipping it one zone away, I think there's again we are not the experts. I think there's seven zones. So if you're shipping something from California to New York or to Florida or something like that, it's probably going to be you know obviously it's going to be the furthest amount of zones, and it's yeah. so it's going to cost the most, and it's also going to obviously take the longest because first class again is you know it's it's the least important because they don't guarantee a specific amount of time, and so right. it can get delayed. Um, I mean. We say that, and then we just, you know, we just came through Q, a Q4 where everything was delayed. It didn't matter if it was priority. No one was guaranteeing anything. Um, sure. But yeah, but but technically, first class is not necessarily guaranteed. Um, and yeah, so anything under 13 ounces, what the post office says is first class uh, for the package side of things. But yeah. with, like you said, with a stamps.com account, which, you know, if you're using ShipStation, you have to get a stamps.com account because I, I yeah. think they're the same company. I think they're just like divisions yeah. of the same, you know, but they yeah. definitely work together. You have to have one to have the other. Um, yep. And so uh, so I was just going to say, yeah, so anything under a pound basically with that account right. allows you to get that first class rate. And we will have a link in the show notes to, uh, for stamps.com. If you want to, yeah. if you want to sign up under our, our, our link, uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. I Googled the, the USPS shipping zones and I have, it looks like there's eight zones, nine zones. Okay. Um, it was updated, uh, let's see in November of 2018. So it could have changed by now. Uh, but here's what we have here. Take this off. looks like it goes like just where you're at location wise, 50 mile radius is zone one, zone two, 51 to 150. And then it kind of goes up increment incrementally from there. So it would also increase price at that point as well. It'd be more expensive the, the further you go. Um, so uh, that nice would call. be, and again, that's, that's as of November 2018. So Travis, what is the step above first class? If you were to want to get something there quicker, or if it's over that 16 ounce mark? Yeah. Uh, priority, priority mail. Um, this is going to be again, typically guaranteed, <laughs> um, unless there's a global pandemic, uh, but it's typically <laughs> in, 
you know, anywhere from one to three days, depending again, how close you are. And, and maybe you can, you know, see, see, check if the, if the zones are the same for priority mail as they are for first class, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. Sure. Um, but I do know it is based on, you know, distance shipped, of course, which is yeah. going to, it's going to talk about, I mean, that's going to influence how many days it gets there. And of course, how, how much it costs to get there. Um, the cool thing about priority, while it does cost more, um, and you do get a tracking number, the cool thing about priority is that they have some options to, uh, to keep your costs down by they, they, they will give you uh, flat rate envelopes. They have yeah. a flat rate envelope. They have flat rate padded. They also have some flat rate boxes. And what that means is that you pay one rate for whatever you can put in there. Um, we use flat rate envelopes when a customer orders a, sh- a shirt, a t-shirt, but they choose expedited shipping. So a t-shirt doesn't weigh more than a pound. So I could ship first class, but if they choose expedited shipping, I put it in a flat rate envelope. um, And I think it's like with ships with stamps.com. I think the one that we use is like $7 and 80 cents or something like that for a flat rate envelope. Um, And then they also have a flat rate padded. If, you know, if I could get something in that it's, it's about the same size as the cardboard envelope. Um, about the same rate as well. And then, like I said, they have some flat rate boxes of various sizes. They have a, like a small is not going to really, it's, it just depends on what you're shipping. Um, uh, the the other, the other cool thing about priority is not only do they have these flat rate boxes, they also have just regular, um, boxes that you can use with priority that aren't flat rate. So, they have this Tyvex priority envelope that, so a, a hoodie won't fit in that flat rate envelope, yeah. but it will fit in this Tyvex priority envelope that they have. And Tyvex is that kind of plasticky feeling, uh, paperish kind of, right. I, I don't know how better to describe it, um, <laughs> but a hoodie will fit in that. So if they, again, if somebody orders a hoodie um, and they, you know, choose priority shipping, I'm going to put it in this, this, priority envelope this tyvex envelope because it's free i don't pay for that so you know i don't have to buy the poly bag or whatever the other cool thing is they they also have priority boxes again not flat rate so you have to weigh it and you have to actually pay for what the weight is sure but it's but the box itself is free so for instance we ship a lot of our um 15 ounce mugs our travel mugs um tumblers things like that Water bottles, we will ship if, if they're priority mail, we'll ship them in a seven by seven by six priority box that I get for sure. free. If right. I buy that from my vendor, that's a 50 cent box, you know, 45 yeah. cent box every, every time. Yeah. So and that, me, those, that, the 50 cents adds up. I mean, a lot, of people, listen, a lot of people listening to this might think, well, it's 50 cents, but it's coming, out of my time, pocket. it's coming out of your pocket and there's nothing better than free. In fact, the word free deserves a bell the first bell of the episode Woo. free is the way to go the yes the bell is back <laughs> yeah so that's what that's that's how we use some of the priority options um typically we're going to use it obviously when it's over a pound um and we're going to use their boxes as often as we can i mean you can also obviously use priority on your own so if, sure. you know or on your own packaging so if somebody orders you know uh 10 coffee mugs or something that's going to be, you know, bigger than any box that the priority mail has, you can still weigh that box, tell it, tell ship station, the dimension or stamps.com. You can tell them the dimension and it'll print you a priority label and you'll pay an appropriate price for the size box and the, and the weight. And it can be your own packaging. Um, So basically anything over a pound that's going to be shipped with the post office is going to, is going to normally go priority unless you need to get it there overnight. They have some other options, but for e-commerce, for the basic e-commerce stuff, um, that's what we're using. We have a daily pickup with the post office. They come and, you know, knock or ring the doorbell in the back and we open the garage door and, you know, out it goes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. And and they're, they're great. It really works great for us. Yeah. I found something real quick. 
talking about the zones, I found something that might be helpful for the listener as well. It's pirateship.com slash USPS slash zone map. Maybe we'll, we'll upload this in the show notes, but it's interactive. So you Mm. can kind of see wherever you're located at, it lets you know here, the zones are color coded. So, you know, what zone if you're going to be shipping from maine and something's going to us in colorado it's going to be a zone eight so this is kind of a cool interactive nice. tool from, from what i could see uh the zones for usps are for priority rather there's still the same eight zones and the prices gotcha. reflect accordingly so this is just a cool tool that you can use and we'll put this link in the show notes so that uh if you guys are wondering and just kind of wanting an estimation of wh- how far what zone or the price what have you um, you can go ahead and do that, and they have more cost of estimating stuff in the bottom as well. So avail yourself of that tool uh, as you continue. And so, Travis, the, there's a couple other solutions besides USPS um, that, you, that you can use. And you and I, you know, admittedly, we've we've said this uh, <laughs> a couple times this episode. We're not the experts. We're not the shipping experts. Um, uh, we know our ship, but we're not the experts on ship. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, we've used uh, UPS a couple times. You know, US, UPS is, of course, Amazon FBA's preferred vendor. So if you're going to be sending pallets in the FBA or items in the FBA, UPS is the way to go. Um, you can sign up for an account. And you, when you sign up for an account, I, I believe you get uh, pickup service for, for free for a year, correct? So they'll come and kind of take whatever it is you need yeah. and send it in, send it in accordingly. Yeah, I think you have to you have to request that, or or there's a specific sign up. It's beyond just an account, but you can get um, their. I think they call it Smart Pickup or something like that, and you can get it free for a year. For me, I had it free, and they never charged me for almost four years. <laughs> um, and then this January, for whatever reason, they started charging. It out. So, yeah, and I was like, well, you know it was actually tied to my house because it was from when I was still shipping from our house. And I was like, you know, I don't need, uh, you know, this account anymore. So I called yeah. and I canceled it. Um, which means that when we do FBA from our warehouse, we're going to have to call them or not call them, but log on and create schedule. Yeah, schedule yeah. an actual pickup. And I think it's, I think it was, it's $7. Seven to schedule bucks, yeah. A pickup. yeah. It's not too um, crazy. Yeah, and you can also drop your packages off at a UPS store. So yep. if if you only have a couple of packages and you're going that way anyway, save the few bucks yeah. and just drop it off. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you know, I mean, and we've both been in this game long enough. I mean, there's times I've had, you know, 40, 50 packages, um, big <laughs> boxes because we had a big shipment or yeah. whatever. That free pickup was worth its weight in gold. Yes. <laughs> it, it was pretty yep. amazing to have that. So that's, that's UPS. Um, yeah, yeah, and you've got so uh, not off the top of my head. I will say something interesting. You know, we've we've just started selling on Wayfair as as one hmm. of our platforms, and Wayfair only does FedEx or UPS. There's no USPS through Wayfair, oh. so their their orders are are usually sorted by UPS, FedEx, and so we'll have to you know either drop them off at a UPS store or the FedEx Dropbox. Thankfully there's, there's some close, but it was, it's interesting that Wayfair doesn't use United States post office at all whatsoever. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's UPS or FedEx. And speaking of FedEx, Travis, I know you've used FedEx a little bit more than, than we have uh, because you Mm -hmm. can do it for S or you correct me if wrong. You could, or you still can use one rate for SFP shipments on Amazon. Yeah, you can. Uh, SFP is Seller Fulfilled Prime, and yeah. what it allows you to do is do Merchant Fulfilled or fulfilling your own goods and still get the Prime badge on your actual listing. Right. So it's as right. if it's shipping by from Amazon, but it's really shipping yeah. from you. There's a lot of metrics that you've got to keep up. You've got to make sure that your on-time delivery is, is top-notch. Yeah. Um, they just changed it actually just a few weeks ago um, to where you actually have to do Saturday pickups now, which – kind of stinks if you're yeah you know for a lot of a lot of sellers i think they lost a lot of seller fulfilled prime sellers because of that caveat but if yeah. you're able to do that one uh, fedex one rate is an approved amazon sfp um, ship provider and i was actually using it um a couple years ago when i was at my uh, first facility and yeah. we were man we had it on during Christmas, and I will tell you what, we sold so many coffee mugs using yeah. the SFP. Um, they've changed it some. They've tightened up some of the re- regulations with the one rate. Right. Um, 
and they've actually, of course, raised the prices in some ways. So it, it, it depending on what you're selling, it, it if you have access to something and you can, you basically with SFP you have to um, you have to process any order that has come in before two p.m. your time. I think it's two p.m. I could be wrong. Um, it's one or two p.m. your time. All right. of the orders that have come in up to that day have to ship that same day. Sure. So, um, so you, if you have the ability to do that, you can use FedEx one rate. And what I would recommend you doing is um, get on the phone with FedEx. Get make sure you know talk to a representative or some type of a salesperson to get quoted. Um, once you, once you have an account, you can yeah. basically get quoted and, and, and you say, Hey, I shipped this much. And then they calculate it and they give you a special rate. Um, and on one rate, it, it's pretty amazing. So we still, I still use FedEx for most of my non, um, you know, USPS shipping. Right. And right. like we had, we've had a couple orders recently that have gone, you know, we had a, a uh, 500 coffee mug order that somebody wanted in, in nice. New York. Yeah. And so it was like 17, 18, I, I can't remember how many boxes it was, but um, we used FedEx, we used FedEx ground. And because of the discounts that I have, um, it was, it was cheaper than us. It was cheaper than USPS. It was cheaper than cheaper than UPS. Um, yeah. And it's because I took the time to go and apply and get the discounts. Um, right. I was able to kind of price compare and then save a few bucks with FedEx. So sure. they, yeah. So it's 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 a nice, they used to actually be one of the FBA preferred vendors, but um, for whatever reason, they they are not a preferred vendor of of huh. um, Amazon anymore. Uh, huh. So yeah, that's so that's that's FedEx. Uh, then there's a third one, uh, DHL. And have you used DHL? I've used DHL just a handful of times. One of our clients who has a Shopify store, he sells a lot um, Mm -hmm. through uh, to Germany, to Japan, just, you know, really popular overseas. And he was using DHL for a while. And I was like, Hey, maybe, maybe you shouldn't, it's it's expensive uh, comparatively Mm -hmm. to like USPS, like, you know, their, their international is a little bit cheaper. Um, Okay. But uh, that's the only few times I've used it. I know. Have, have you used DHL yeah. at all? In any? Well, we didn't use DHL, but the company okay. that I was uh, when I was drop shipping, they were using DHL exclusively, and sure. they actually. I was using it for international. Um, I or they were, and I was shipping to a lot of countries in Europe um, using DHL. But and then even the even they were using it domestically as well. And mm. and what would happen is they would generate a tracking number that would show up in DHL, and it would also be able to be pulled up by the USPS. Because nice. what they would do is that DHL would ship the package in their internal network, um, and then deliver it to the post office for the last mile delivery. And so okay. they had some type of you know um, some type of contract with the post office or something to where. It, from this company's perspective, it was a first class alternative. So as opposed to using the post office, they were using DHL and I think getting mm-hmm. favorable rates, even p- potentially better, um, you know, because of their, their large volume, potentially better than what they could get with the post office. Um, right. and, and they still had that tracking number that would work with both DHL's tracking service as well as the post office tracking service. So it was, it was kind of interesting. I don't really know all of the ins and outs. It, it is on my, you know, it's, it's a low priority, uh, on one on my to-do list for me to, you know, reach out to DHL and just understand it more. Um, because, you know, I mean, we're not doing huge, massive volume, but we're doing a decent amount of a a decent enough amount of volume that I think that it would it you know it warrants a conversation to see if there's sure. a way to save a little bit of money on on what we're doing every day. Sure, absolutely. Well, there you have it, guys. We just kind of again wanted to touch on this because we feel like, even though to us it's kind of well, it's shipping. It's it's kind of mundane, right? It's kind of a mundane <laughs> topic, uh, monotonous, if you will. Uh, it's something that we didn't we wanted to talk about and touch on because we know it will benefit you guys. It's just again knowing you know that we have the experience in in these areas that can help you guys along the way, and that's of course what this show is all about. So, Travis, before we wrap this up and put a bow on it, anything else to say about shipping? Yeah, I'll just say, 
um, these, you know, these three, the UPS, the FedEx and the DHL I, I, and stamps.com, honestly, I would sure. encourage you to get accounts on all of them, even if you're yeah. not necessarily going to use them, just so you have the ability yeah. to price compare, because you never know when that person from, you know, Texas yeah, is going to call you and say, Hey, I heard you do t-shirts and can you do a hundred shirts sure. or, or whatever? Sure. And you need to ship across country. It'll be nice yeah. for you to be able to, to price compare, but you won't be able to, yeah, if you don't have accounts, I mean, you would be able to price compare, but you're going to get like just regular rates and you'll get some generalization kind yeah. of ballpark ish stuff. I think if you just Google estimate kind of, you know, what, what, what's exactly. happening there, you're going to pay a lot um, more at the, at the end of the day, you're going to pay more, but if you have an account, you're going to get a preferred rate and it's going to save you money in the long run. So yeah. that would be my, my advice or, or encouragement is, is go ahead Absolutely. and just, just apply to these different places, get your accounts set up. So when you need them, they're there. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely agree. It's, I mean, we've done it hundreds of times, uh, you know, price comparison. If we have mm-hmm. stuff, people want to get a bulk order out by this date, you know, and you just, it's really helpful to have all of those at your disposal because you can get the best price and save yourself some money. So uh, I second that advice for sure. Um, so guys, thank you so much again for listening. I know we've talked about it before, but the new Facebook group, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. Avail yourself. Be a part of the conversation. You can tell we're making a push for this Facebook group, really, honestly, because we want to engage in conversation and and kind of grow that community more so than, you know, shill and and plug stuff. It's just that we want to get you guys involved in this conversation. Take a picture for the Facebook group. I'm going to take a picture right now for the Facebook group. That yeah, see that you only get that on the YouTube channel. You only know what the pose is uh, <laughs> on the YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, you don't know what I just did with my hands. It's very suggestive. Anyway, printonamancast.com slash Facebook. Please go join the conversation and like the photo that Travis is gonna post that he just took uh mid-podcast. So uh and again, you can find us at printonamancast.com. You can find more info there. You can reach out to Travis and I, info at printonamancast.com. Please do if you know something we missed about the three platforms that we don't necessarily use when it comes to shipping, UPS, FedEx, DHL, please let us know. Uh educate us because we would love to learn more about those platforms as well and those shipping methods. And of course, you can get us on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Anchor. We're everywhere. Wherever your podcasts are, there the Print On Demand cast is as well. But thank you guys so much for listening. For, jo- for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you next time right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next week.